The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Yeah, the Rock Band Queen, they've removed Fat Bottom Girls from a greatest hits compilation uh, that's aimed at kids. Uh, but the song, it'd still be available on other streamers, apparently. This is on Universal's a streaming service. You can still go out and buy it the old-fashioned way, but it, it will not be on this service. It has been purged, Henry McKean, these woke four-year-olds. Is there mm-hmm. no end to their power? Well, the purging continues, doesn't it, Kieran? Are you woke? Uh, oh, I, I think I think I am woke. I mean, you could call me gammon. You could call me a dinosaur brexiteer. <laughs> what does gammon mean? Basically, it means... It's, big, it's real UK media it, it's, term. It's, it's basically someone in their 50s who's got a really pink face, like a big lump of ham. Which oh, is that me. what it is? Gammon. Uh, and and, and oh, you I would see. be like, I'm so happy that we left Europe. I mean, and you're stuck in kind of little England okay. and you can't get out of it. And you're, you're not gammon. No, I'm not. You're I, woke. I probably am a little bit woke. I'm some... Yeah, I mean... I'm a bit. <laughs> I, I I suppose everyone can do whatever they like. I mean, they can celebrate fat bottom girls, or perhaps not uh, celebrate fuller figure ladies, as we now have to call them. And you heard the lyrics there. And when they say big fat, big fat fanny, they mean bottom. That's the American term for bottom. Uh, you're such a naughty nanny, big woman. You made a bad boy out of me. Uh, and yeah, this uh, particular thing, Yoto, it's for kids, it's for young people, and they just don't want to offend them. And I was out in the streets and I didn't mean to profile big, fat, bottomed oh, girls, no. but I kind of did. And I, I want to apologize in advance because, um, you know, I, I stopped everyone. I met this lady from Austin and Texas who admits to having a fat bottom. I mean, everybody's offended by everything, you know. Some people have fat bottoms and some people have skinny bottoms. And I'm never offended if somebody says I have a fat bottom. And would you say your bottom is fat? I know I can be cancelled for that question. <laughs> I, I, yes. I would say I have a fat back. And you, you're proud of it? Hell yeah, I'm proud of it. And are you happy that Queen celebrated your bottom back in 1978? Absolutely. Um, yeah, they probably wrote the song about me. There's a, a culture that some men like a fuller figure. Absolutely. Most men like a fuller figure. They prefer a fuller figure to a, a skinny lady? I think so, yeah. I've what? never had a problem. Vicky Manning from Austin, Texas. When we take the world, not just the States, some of us are just bigger, perhaps we eat more, we exercise less. We're not all skinny anymore, so do we just have to own the song and, and celebrate the song and perhaps not remove it from Greatest Hits albums? That would be really sad if they did that. I mean, it's a Queen song. Come on, you know. Everybody has to stop being offended by everything. We, we have, our world is way too soft. Everybody just needs to suck it up, buttercup, and get over themselves. Wouldn't be offended at all. I love the lyrics, so no problem with it whatsoever. So I've just played you the lyrics. You love them? Yeah, I love them. I love them, love and Queen? I know the song. I love Queen, one of my favourite bands of all time. So those lyrics don't offend you, left no, alone with the big fat No, they are fat what finding. they are. It's fact. So it's if just... you have a big fat bottom, you have a big fat bottom. Enjoy it. Embrace it. I don't think you need to censure music. If you don't want to listen to it, just shut off the radio. All right. Uh, views of people of all shapes and sizes, uh, Henry, uh, there. What about people in the music industry? What do they think? Yeah, the music industry, they love art. They want to keep everything the same. And th- back in 1978, that song, uh, they actually used naked models, about 100 of them on bicycles with nothing on. But it was a different time. It was a different era. And we've got to remember that. We're trying to put 2023 values on 1978, which was 45 years ago. Um, here is Brian C. from the Rock and Roll Museum Experience in Dublin giving his view. I asked, is he offended? Not in the slightest, and I think offence is a 
it's a stretch of an ego to me, you know. Uh, your opinion should not hinder other people's reality uh, unless it's detrimental to their well-being. And in this case, you're drawing a very fine line towards her, uh, cause and uh, effect. Let's take the lyrics. Left alone with big fat fanny. She was such a naughty nanny, big woman. You made a bad boy out of me. Is that perhaps not suitable for young people? I think we're people? coming through a lot of strife in history and we're striving to be politically correct and it's a nice aspiration, but it's not realistic. People are uh, human, they have flaws. So we must accept the flaws in literature, uh, warts and all, as they say. Do you think it's the, the right decision to um, drop this particular song from Queen's greatest No, I hits? think it's detrimental um, to art. I think once we start pressing expression we become claustrophobic in, in, in emotion and that's uh, ultimately going to lead to combustion, I believe. So are you offended by perhaps other songs? No. Maybe it's Cold no, Outside, I have no offense, you Blurred know. Lines, Kung Fu Fighting? No. Do they know it's Christmas? Not at all. Not in the slightest, no. I think free speech. The way we deal with issues is through communication, not through suppression. I hate to use the term because it's so overused. Is it woke culture gone mad or is it trying to well it's a, it's a tool of everyone. division it's a tool of division to keep people at each other's throats so that we don't actually talk about things that are more important like who's controlling us and etc etc you know they don't want you talking about things that matter they would rather talk to you about things that don't matter so the more ridiculous it is for them the better because then we'll all lose our minds like can you believe they're doing this all right. Whatever about tools of oppression, I mean, this is targeted at kids. Did you speak to any young people? What do I, they I think? I did. And, and again, young people think very differently to us. Uh, I met these young people with differing opinions. It's like a good spectrum of how far we've come since then. Like, that was okay then, but we can see that it's not okay now. Now, like, people will say something if something's wrong, you know? Like, it's recognised. Are you Just offended by those lyrics? Fat bottoms. bottom girls, you make the rock <laughs> world go round. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they're talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I feel like I don't have the authority yeah. to speak about it because I'm, I'm not those people. But I guess because the, you're if, slim. If, but if the women are offended by it, that's okay. Like you can't pick and choose people are offended by either. You know, music is a form of expression and it is an art form. Uh, but especially when a song like that is so mainstream, it can kind of spread, especially to the wrong audience. It can spread um, definitely a, a harmful view on maybe women and. Um, the kind of objectif- objectification of women as well. If you're going to say that about this song, you could argue that the entire genre of like rap and hip hop is is not yeah. is misogynistic. Yeah. Like, so you can't really argue that this one song is I horrible. Think, yeah. It's a I whole genre. You can't backtrack to the 70s and 80s because you know it was a different time. Platforms are trying to um, get rid of these songs, and I think they need to focus more on what's coming out nowadays and what's actually offensive in this culture in this era, and not trying to think in the past. Just uh, on that about kind of modern music and everything. If you look at a song like Blurred Lines, that's well, what, ten years old, and that's. But like that's the point. Like that song, like perpetuates rape culture, and he was found to be very sleazy. He was found cheating on his wife. This is Robin Thicke. It is, yeah. That's the sort of thing. Like he made that song, and like the sort of thing where like you can find it everywhere, but it still it perpetuates this idea that like you know in the song he talks about like you know you're asking for this to happen, and it's gonna like. You, you could kind of almost see that. Being Are you offended by that song, or was it back in whenever it came out, nearly ten years ago, uh, just a, a great pop song? I was nine about ten years ago, so I didn't <laughs> listen to the lyrics. But um, no, like kind of hearing it even in the past few years, like you hear it and you hear the lyrics, and you're thinking, how did he get away with writing something like this? I just like I hate the song anyway. I don't like the sound of the song. You don't like the song? No, I don't like it at all. The lyrics, like it's 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 got a rape culture anthem nearly. You can't change art.
What do bands think? Yeah, I mean, bands, you know, at the end of the day, it's art. Here is Scott. He's a drummer. He's 21. His band is called Emily Seven. And I ask him about the song I'm on Fire, which people say is quite creepy, by Bruce Springsteen. Hey, little girl, is your daddy home? Did he go away and leave you all alone? I've got a bad desire. And the, the song goes on. Tell me now, baby, is he good to you? Can he do? Do you hear the things that I do? Yes, you know yeah, it. I do indeed. Are you okay with that? Um, is it a bit creepy? Uh, you know what, I think, to be honest, as an artist, and you know, especially as a songwriter as well, I think your, your main job is to be a storyteller. Whether that stuff is true or not is a different story. And I do think your, your main, you know, some characters in these stories are undesirable. You know, not everything is all sunshine and rainbows. And I think if you start limiting what artists, especially songwriters, can say, I think it's, uh, I, I think it's horrible. I, think, I don't think we should be doing that, no. And this comes up every Christmas, fairy tale of New York. The lyrics are, you scumbag, you maggot, you cheap, lousy. We can't even say it's at the moment on the radio. Uh, Happy Christmas, your ass. I pray God, it's our last. I mean, they were done at a certain time when perhaps these words weren't offensive. Correct, they were done at a time when the words weren't offensive, but I do think that they were still uh, as derogatory as they are now. And I think at the time... I think what Shane McGowan, the writer, was doing, he was describing a, you know, a despicable person, a despicable couple. You know, it's not supposed to be a happy song. It's not describing, you know, a perfect Christmas. It starts off with a guy in a drunk tank on Christmas Eve. You know, so I don't think it it, uh, it was going to be a happy story from the get go. And I think it does uh, correctly portray um, the despicableness nature of the char- of the character that he's describing. Are you offended by these songs? Are you offended by um, Dire Straits as well? And I want my MTV and the word in that song I, I, I don't think so I, I, I don't I'm not offended by art and I, I don't think anyone really should be I think the main purpose of art is to learn and to, to make us think more than anything else Fat Bottom Girls I mean obviously it's in the news at the moment because uh, one streaming service wants to remove the song they want to wipe it uh, because it's about appreciating fuller figured ladies and celebrating big bottoms of yep. girls and you know some guys like that I'm sure they do, and it, but you know what the ironic thing is, it was written by Freddie Mercury, a gay man. So like, you know, well, well it was sung by him. I understand it was written by um, oh, Roger by, Taylor by Brian May actually. Was but, it Brian May? Yeah. He, but but yeah, I mean, like that. Was it just fun? It was 1978. It was a different time. I think, to be honest, I think. Um, I think yeah, it's artistry at its finest. I don't think, as I as I said, you know, I don't think you should be limited to what you can sing about. If you want to sing about appreciating, appreciating fat bottom, you know, a fuller, as you said, a fully a fuller bodied figure, well then so be it. You know, I think I think I don't think anyone should be limited to what they write about. All right, uh, just some of the views there of young people, of musicians, of people in the industry, and everybody else. Henry McKean, thank you very much. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.